Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. And here we are again. It's another edition of Mile High Magazine, and I'm Murphy Houston. And today we're going to talk about Colorado 811. What, you say? What is that? Well, we're going to find out. And joining me is uh, Whitney Nichols, who's the Marketing and Communication Specialist for Colorado 811. Whitney, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about Colorado 811. I've been in Denver a long time, and I've never heard of you guys. Okay, well, I'm sure a lot of people have not heard of us. Or if they have, they really know us more by call before you dig. That's our tagline. Now that I've heard. Yes. Call before you dig. A lot of that going on around here, isn't it? Oh my gosh, so much of that going on with road construction, new homes being built, just everything. So Colorado 811... Explain it a little more than call before you dig. Yeah, I'll kind of go in a little bit of background um, in case people are not just familiar with Colorado 811. We used to be known as the Utility Notification Center of Colorado. Okay. That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. Um, So our branding changed about uh, 11 years ago now to Colorado 811. And the reason for that is because 811 is a national phone number, kind of like 911 or 311. Sure. And so we wanted to align with um, that national number and our branding align with it. So we changed our name to Colorado 811. So the number that people need to call before they dig is in our name. Just 811. Yep, that's it. 811. That's a great marketing ploy. <laughs> e- easy to remember. It is. It is. And it's right by 911. Yes. And it's, and it's almost, well, not totally the same, but it's kind of something you really need to do. Definitely. It's for public safety. Yeah, exactly right. So when you say underground utility, do you mean... I always think of the paint markings. You know, you see these guys out there and they're spraying the road. I'm thinking, is there something under there that we need to be aware of? You are exactly correct. Well, I'm not as dumb as I look. <laughs> yeah, just putting all the pieces together. Um, so, yeah, the the utility markings or the paint and flags that you see on the ground, right. those depict underground utilities. Um, so things that are underneath us, you don't know they're there. You have no idea how deep they are or anything like that. Um, the process so you don't hit those utilities is contacting us before you dig so that those utilities can get marked with paint and flag. So when you say call before you dig, then you come out. And if it's in my yard, usually you see them doing it on the street because that's public knowledge there. But for my yard, it's not. That's a great question. And a lot of people think it's a huge misconception, actually. A lot of people think, okay, so I know this 811 thing is something I have to do before I dig so that I don't hit utilities. Um, So they think, okay, I'll call 811. They'll come out and mark the utilities. And actually, it's a little bit more in-depth than that. Yeah, so a homeowner, let's just say, so you want to plant a bush in your yard. Right. um, And you have the area where you want to plant the bush. um, You would contact 811. You can call us just at 811, or you can visit our website. We have an online form, so if you're not really one to call on the phone, you can go online. Um, And then you'd let us know where you're going to be digging, so giving us your address and things like, is it in your front lot, rear lot, that type of thing. Um, So you give us all of the information to our operators, or you fill that in on our form. And at that point, we take that information and we notify the utilities that are within the dig area. Once we notify the utilities, they will actually send out locators. So those locators either work in-house for that utility company or they work for a contract locating firm. So you're like the in-between guy between exactly. me and the utility. Yep. We are, we, I like to say we're the communication link between right. the digger, the person digging, and the utility companies. And when you say utilities, you're talking obviously electric, yep. cable, mm-hmm. what else? Gas. 
sewer, uh-huh. water, all of that. So you know all of that in all the homes around Colorado. Yeah, we have a big database system, wow, a big GIS database system that houses all of that information. So I'm sitting here thinking because I'm actually, my wife was just telling me two days ago, we got to get some bushes for the back. Oh, okay. I'm going good. How deep can I go without worrying about calling you? Yeah, so some people think, oh, that calling 811 and doing all of that's for the professionals. You know, you see the construction crews out on the roads. Um, and it's actually for everyone. So no matter how shallow or how deep you're going to be digging, ah. Colorado state law requires that you contact us before you start that project. So even if it's like plants. Correct. Well, yep. Even, th- if, if you, even if your wife's like, please plant me this nice new rose bush. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you need to contact 811 I actually first. put a bush in last year. <laughs> Wow. I won't tell anyone. No, no. I mean, I, and that's a law? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we were established by a state law. Um, we are a non-governmental organization. We're a privately owned nonprofit, um, but we were established by a state law. So it is in Colorado state law that you have to contact us. So you say nonprofit. Who pays you? Another good question. Oh, yeah. Full of good questions. Well, I'm just thinking like a <laughs> yeah. somebody listening might be thinking. Yeah, you know, I had a I, I was at the gym and I was talking to a guy I see there all the time and he is a home build, home builder and he asked what I did and that was one of his questions. So um it's it's a really interesting way that we're funded. So we're a five oh one C four as a nonprofit and we're funded by all of the utility companies that are registered with us. So utility companies in the state of Colorado that have underground utilities in the public public right-of-way are required to be registered with Colorado 811. Um, And for this service, they pay us per notification. What that means is every time someone is going to be digging and they are notified by us, they pay a very small amount for that service so we can manage it. So the utilities fund our organization. But they're probably glad you're helping. Exactly. Because, boy, you can avoid a tremendous hazards, I would imagine. Hazards and a headache for the utility company and the homeowner. I mean, think about it. You probably have, let's just say, five to six different utilities in your house. If you have your electric, your gas, your telephone, cable TV, water, sewer, you would have to figure out who to call for every single one of those to say, hey, I'm going to be digging. What do I need to do? Wow. And you're right. I have all of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure most people do. Yes. In fact, it always astounded me how much of Colorado, like cable and, and electric in particular, are underground. Yeah. They're not up on poles. Yeah, and especially new neighborhoods. You really, really don't see much of the overhead electric in, you know, in the new neighborhoods. A lot of it's underground now. Wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. So, so we call Colorado 811. Mm-hmm. You tell them, we tell you what we're doing. You contact the proper utilities. Correct. The ones that you have in your area. And then they come out and they mark those areas or do they say don't dig there? Yeah, you know, it depends on the situation, but for the most part, they'll come out to your property and they'll use paint and flag and we have dedicated colors for specific utility types. So for example, um, you've probably seen red paint on the ground. That means there's electrical right there. So a specific color for a specific utility, and that's a standard code nationwide. Um, so what what they'll do is they'll come out, mark all the utilities so that you can visually see where everything is um, and you can avoid digging close to those marks. And then if, if their utility is not on your property or it's really, really deep, something like that, they might send you a notification that says clear no conflict. That's a good thing you want to get. Yeah, yeah. No, so I'm also just sitting here thinking as well. Let's say I don't have anything planned for the future, but I might. 
Mm-hmm. Could I call you and say, listen, can you give me like a map of my yard that I can just have on file at my house when I'm thinking about doing something? I mean, that that's a possibility, but we really push everyone to contact us before they're going to be doing digging. And the reason for that is, is you get a locate ticket. And that's basically the confirmation that you called us and it's your legal document saying I did my due diligence, I followed the law and I contacted them and now I have this locate ticket. And that's only valid for 30 calendar days. So you oh. have to be within a certain time frame. So you, the best practice for this process is just to contact us before you're going to start digging. And why only 30 days? Well, marks can be destroyed from weather, things like that. Um, if, let's say, there was construction and a new utility would be coming in and it's, you know, two months later, things could change. So 30 days is just the safety zone. So if you don't do that. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of people don't do that. Mm-hmm. And we just start putting a tree in or, or whatever. How do you get caught if it's a law? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. So there are civil penalties in the state law, not criminal, um, but there's various ways you can get caught. I would say the number one way first would be by hitting a utility, damaging a utility. Obviously, you're going to have to report that to get that utility fixed. True story. You cut your cable or something like that. Knock out TV when the Broncos game is on. People are not going to be happy with you. Well, I wouldn't be. Yeah. So that's probably the first way is the utility. Utility would know based on the damage. Um, other times people contact us because they see a neighbor digging and they don't see any markings and they're just aware and they know that that's something that they should have done. So they're calling to say, hey, my neighbor's digging and I don't see any markings like what's going on. Um, so that's another way. But typically it's because the damage occurs, which is the, that is not what anyone wants. Oh, no, especially electric. Right. Hello. Yeah, and gas. I yeah, mean, gas. Uh, you smell gas, that's scary. Well, and, ex- and, and the other question I'm thinking of here, because this actually happened to me. I hired a guy, a utility guy, not a utility guy, a landscape guy, to do some yard work. Yeah. And he hit my cable line. Oh, yikes. Yeah. And I thought... Shouldn't have he had checked ahead of time, or is that my job to check ahead of time, it's or actually, both of us? <laughs> it's whoever's performing the excavation, so whoever's digging. So it should be the responsibility, if you hire someone, a landscaper, it's their responsibility. Um, as a homeowner and it being your property, just what I would personally do and a recommendation for anyone in that situation you were in is to communicate with the person you're hiring and say, hey, did you call 811 to get your locates done for this project? Especially if you don't see markings and they're starting to do something or they're about to start. That's a really good thing. I never would have been aware of that. Yeah, due diligence. I mean, yeah. And as you said twice or three times, you'll save a lot of anguish down the road if you something happens. Yeah, I mean, if something does happen, you will most likely get a bill from that utility company, a bill for repair, outage, loss of product, that type of thing. Way too much to remember. I'm telling you. I know, I know, I know. It's simple enough, though. You you can call us at 811 or visit our website at colorado811.org, and we'll walk you through the process so that, yeah, it seems overwhelming. We'll make it simple for you. Do you have a phone number we can call, or do you don't want to be bothered by It's just calls? 811. Just that's it? Yeah, right. that's it. I thought maybe Super. there'd be a separate line no. for information. Well, you, you know, you can call our front desk phone number, which is on our website, okay. but even if you just call 811, um, that's simple enough, too. We can answer that and just give you information. 
Okay, it's Whitney Nichols, marketing and communication specialist for Colorado 811. Isn't this fun? I'm learning all kinds of stuff here. And you guys are too, I hope, as well. And there's no charge for this. No, this is a free service. Like I said, we're a nonprofit, so homeowners will not have to pay. One thing I want to mention, just when you are planning your spring projects um, and you're hearing, oh, it's a simple process, just call 811, make sure you do that at least three days before you begin your project. So if you're planning, that's business days too. So if you're planning a project for Saturday and Saturday morning or Friday afternoon, you're going to go rent some equipment from Home Depot or something like that. Make sure you plan in a few days before, let's say Tuesday, Wednesday in the week, contact us. So you have enough time for the utility companies to come out to your property and mark. Wow, that's three that's, business that's days. A, that's a great thing to t- think about for sure. Yep. And then you're, as we said earlier, explain again for those that might just be uh, tuning in. How are you funded then? If I'm not paying you, is it the utilities? Because the state's not paying you. Correct. The utility companies fund our nonprofit. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of the other businesses or the benefits of contacting 811 before you dig. Could you expand a little bit on that? I mean, I would say the number one benefit is so you don't damage your underground utility. You don't knock out power, um, hit your gas line or anything like that. Um, Just making sure you're in compliance with the state law. That's huge. It's kind of like wearing your seatbelt. You know, you're you may not have something happen, but you just want to follow the law. That's the other big one. Um, and then the, the last thing, too, is keeping your family and your community safe. Um, if you damage a utility line, it can be very, very dangerous and something huge could happen. Um, there could potentially be a gas leak that doesn't um, – it's not alerted to right, the utility right. company. And at some point, something bigger could happen. So we just want to prevent that and avoid any d- damages, anything like that from happening. Plus, you, you might involve your neighbors unexpectedly. Yes. Because if that damage happens, it could extend into their yards. Yeah, so keep your neighbors safe and be a good neighbor. I like to be a good neighbor. Yes, and, be and a tell good neighbor. Them. But I'm telling you, I never knew that this existed. And I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen my neighbors doing that very thing. Yeah. And I don't see flags up in their yard, and I don't see marketings. I think they're... Thinking like I would, I'll just dig a hole and put that bush in. Yeah, you think it's your property, you can yeah. do what you want, but you know you don't want to knock out your own utility anyways, so it's going to be a very expensive repair down the road. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> and with all the construction that's going on now in Colorado, I mean, I was just downtown the other day for the St. Patrick's Day Parade, mm-hmm. and I mean, there's those high cranes everywhere. You have to deal with all those kind of people? Yeah. So, you know, the overhead stuff we we don't deal with, but anything that's underground related. So if someone's um, paving roads, whatever they're doing, it can be a big project. It can be a simple project. Professionals, um, counties, cities. Yeah, we work with all of them and we handle um, all of that middleman communication, like you said. And how long does it usually take you guys to come up with a game plan for these contractors in particular? Because it's not just idiots like me you're helping out. You're taking care of the contractors yeah, that are involved. That's a good question. So we do we do outreach to the public, but, you know, to the professionals, we call them professional excavators. We do a lot of outreach to them. We actually have five community reps. We call them damage prevention liaisons, um, and they live in the cities or areas that they serve. So we have one in Durango, one in Colorado Springs, one in Grand Junction. 
one up north in Greeley, and then one in Denver. One and guy handles Denver? Yeah, oh. yes. Whoa. One gal. One gal one, handles Denver. Oh, she, she's one busy woman. She is. She is. And uh, she makes. she's great at building and maintaining relationships. So when people have problems or, you know, if they need help, they have questions. Um, if they have new crews that are going to go out and do a job, they'll go out and educate them, do presentations, hands-on training. So it's a lot of work. Um, we keep them very busy. Is there a lot of on-site work with these people that are calling 811 and saying, hey, we're going to put up a 20-story high-rise down here. We need help. So if there's on-site questions, typically that's handled with the direct utility company because it's so focused and so it's so different for each utility type. So we can coordinate, but a lot of times they'll send out someone from their damage prevention department if there's specific questions, like if they're crossing a utility or doing any boring, which is underground, you know, that type of thing. But um, as far as our liaisons go, yeah, they'll, they'll come out to people's offices and give trainings on the state law and things like that. Well, that's a great thing. Yeah. To be educated. And that's free, too. All of our services are free. Um, so it's free to have a liaison come out. Um, if there's a professional contractor or landscaper, uh, they'll come out and give those trainings, no cost. You don't have any uh, real weird stories or anything this year of things that kind of went amok and they should have called Colorado eight one one. I mean, there are plenty, plenty of weird stories that we get. Um you know, I, I would say boring. You hear a lot about that, directional boring. Um, which what does that mean? People may not really know what that is. And again, I'm not in the construction field, but from the stories I've heard, um, they're basically putting a drill underground where you so it's not ripping the top of soil oh, so and they're roads. Drilling horizontally. Correct. Yes. Um, and it's usually put in a new utility or something like that. Uh, and, and you hear stories because they can't always visually verify during the entire process. So sometimes they'll pothole where they can put holes in the ground and they can watch the bore crossing utilities, but that's still dangerous and you hear stories of it hitting sewer lines and things like that. Oh my gosh, I would think that would be the... The prime case of something going bad, yeah. a, a horizontal drilling. Yeah, or you know, you hear um, landscapers who were in a rush and didn't call eight one one, so they're installing a fence and they have their fence posts they put in the ground and they hit a gas line or something like that. So there definitely are those horror stories, um, and we really don't want those to happen. Our goal is to prevent those before they even start. So is it, now I'm sitting here thinking and wondering, what about? contractors or somebody like that that comes from out of state? Great question. So um, the wonderful wonderful thing about 811, that phone number, is it's a national number. So that phone number is dedicated for this service right. no matter what state you're in. Um, so the laws vary state to state, but the concept and contacting 811 before you dig is nationwide. Good to know that, too. Yeah. And, and how long have you guys been around? Did we talk about that? Yeah, so we've been around. I don't know if we did I, talk I about th- that. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, we've been around for over 30 years. Oh, and my. Yeah, again, we had a different name, Utility Notification Center of Colorado, before. Um, now we have that simple, straightforward branding of Colorado 811, um, and that's been just over 10 years for that. So there were a lot of incidences perhaps going on at that time in Colorado history, 30 years ago, that we thought, yep. we got to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, legislators thought, we got to do something about this. We need to establish a state law. We need to get this organization going and so we can start preventing all of this from happening. So. Wow. It's amazing to me that it's a state law. Yes. I mean, that's pretty hands-on by the government, I think. It is. And we work with them, but we are non-governmental, but they're still well, in a supportive yeah. role. We work with the Public Utilities Commission and things like that. But yet a blessing you guys are out there. Yeah. And, you know, mentioning that we um, actually are securing our proclamation for April, which is National Safe Digging Month. So every state secures a proclamation and we are securing ours. 
Get that here shortly. So, what do you get that for the for the? We get it from the state. Yes, yeah. we do. Yep. How does that proclamation read? Is it like a day of partying or what <laughs> yeah, is it? A day of partying? <laughs> um, no, it's really, it's kind of April. We consider the kickoff to spring. You know, even our first day of spring was, it just happened, right? Right, a couple um, days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. But April, and I know for us in Colorado, it's more like May, but that kicks off spring. So it's just a time that we in the industry want to remind everyone, if you are going to be doing any digging and any spring projects to contact us, we just want it to serve as a reminder. Well, it's a good thing because that's when it does get busy. I yeah. mean, there's guys working out now in my neighborhood. I know. We have those nice, almost 60 degree days already. Coming up 70s next week, yeah. I'm seeing, and we have had a major league uh, bomb cyclone thing last yeah. week, but that's Colorado. Yes. But people work in all kinds of uh, weather for that. Exactly. Colorado 811. What a, what a great idea. Any other plans coming up for the future that you guys are thinking about or going to change something that we need to be aware of? Yeah, I think for the most part, um, the biggest thing is a biggest change I can mention, and it's something that just recently happened is we had a law part of our law did change and we did not have any enforcement so when it comes to people not contacting us we did not have the authorization or enforcement to do anything besides the civil penalties that was handled with the utility companies now there is a underground utility safety commission oh yes so they will be the enforcement agency and it just started january of 2019 and they established all of their commission members and their representatives throughout the the industry, the utility industry. And so if there's complaints and things like that, they will review the complaint and determine from there um, what course of action should be taken. So that's a big thing that typically doesn't impact homeowners. That's more for professionals. Yeah. Contractors. You know, it could, it could, it could uh, affect a homeowner if there is some type of big utility damage that they may have caused. But um, for the most part, this organization will focus on professionals and their goal is to change behavior. And it's not through slapping fines on people, but it's through education and just changing behavior through learning about the law. Well, it's awareness. Yeah. Just remember what what you're doing or how we can help you. Correct. So you don't have people driving a neighborhood. No. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, the, is it the Denver Water Board? They, they send people out if you're running your sprinklers too long. Yeah, or, or parking. If yeah, I leave I'll, my I'll car parking. there for five minutes too long, I'll get a ticket. Oh, you'll have one slapped yeah. right on there. There's nothing like that. Um, there really isn't. The utility companies kind of monitor. Obviously, they need to protect their infrastructure, uh, so they'll monitor everything. But, no, we don't have people driving around and checking up on you. No fines? You ever levy fines on anybody? There's civil penalties um, that for the bigger cases may happen, but uh, for the most part, if something does happen, someone hits a utility line, the company will come out, talk to them. They may not even um, charge them, but if they do, it's typically for repair. And they'll just educate them on why, hey, you may not have known about 811. Here's some information about it. Good thinking there. Yeah. But I, I would think even repairing for some kind of repair might not be cheap. Yeah. And if you're not budgeting for that, that's going to be painful when all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You, all you want to do is put a bush in the ground. Yeah. And now you're paying for a gas line. Right. So, you know, the biggest thing is it's a free service. So why would you not use it if exactly. it's going to protect you? Exactly. Now, so I'm wondering, too, do you deal 
there's so much, not controversy, but a lot of discussion about the oil and gas industry and putting in the wells and too close to homes. And Do you deal with that at all? You know, some of those companies who have underground utilities are registered with us, um, but for the most part, you know, there is controversy around it. We don't really get too involved. We just, um, every time they have a new utility or something that goes in underground, they're required to contact us and register. So no matter what kind of construction that right. deals with yep. underground. Yep, yep. The only time um, utilities that are not registered with us are private utilities. So just mentioning that, some homeowners may have private utilities on their property. Examples of that could be um, if you have sprinklers, those, oh. so you could damage your sprinkler. No one's going to come out and locate that because the person who owns that is you. So yeah. just be cognizant of that. Um, and then the other types of private utilities, if you um, have a shed and you ran electricity to your shed or you have a gas fireplace in your backyard. They're, like um, a fire pit type yeah, thing? Fire yeah, fire pit. If you ran a gas line out there, technically the gas company doesn't own that. You own that. It's on your private property. So if you're aware of any of those things, keep that in mind. And what you can do to be safe is you can get a private utility company to come out and mark that. There is an additional fee because that's not part of this 811 process. Um, but if you need that, we do have a list of private locate companies on our website. I'm just going to answer that question. Yep. Well, that's great. I got to, yep, you know. Under resources, we have it there. Yeah. <clears throat> because you know, a lot of people that are buying homes, and a lot of people are now in, in Denver and mm-hmm. in, in the metro oh, area, definitely. they don't know what's in their yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the guy that did it probably didn't think to tell them or write it down or how I did it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, you know, and, and we remind people when they call us or when they go online that they're could potentially be private utilities in their yard. So that's their responsibility, and we don't want people to forget about that. No, I never even thought about that because my sprinkler system did get hit. Yeah. By, it was hit by a guy mm-hmm. that was just aerating my yard. Mm-hmm. It went mm-hmm. And, you know, like we said, those landscape guys, those would be, I would think, almost prime offenders. Yeah, if, we definitely try to educate the landscapers and remind them of, um, and we have ones who are great, who always contact us, and, you know, they run a really good business, so they know what not calling 811 could do um, for slowing down a project, incurring additional fees or, you know, damage costs, things like that. Well, I think there might be some fear of these landscapers or people that do that kind of work of calling 811 and say, oh, this is not going to work, this whole plan I've got, or before I even made my plan. Yeah, they might have to redo the plan. They have to redo the plan because they weren't Better to redo it before. Yeah, exactly right. Mm -hmm. I hope we're telling a lot of people the right thing here because there's probably a lot of that going on. Yeah. And and a lot of you doing just like I am. You're you're putting bushes in or you you go and you plant a tree with a big ball on the end of it and you got to dig a big hole to put it in. Even something like removing, if you have a really, really big big bush and something like that and you want to remove it, you obviously have to do some digging to get it out. Right. So that's another thing you need to contact 811 before you um, do that project, the way to think about it is the law says excavation, which is digging, right? Sure, exactly right. It's defined as any time you move or remove earth. So really, if you're not sure for your project, just to be safe, contact us, let us know, and we can let you know, oh, this project does require a locate ticket or it does not. Just to be safe, give us a call. And that could be even if you're not planting. How about if you're ripping... You know, these cottonwood trees now, they're oh, yeah. huge. they got to be Those taken roots. down. Yeah. yeah, the roots, yeah. exactly right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never I've, thought of that. I've taken a bush out, a big, big nasty one, and it was it had some roots, and it was awful. So you should check before then. And do the guys yes. that take the trees out, do they call Colorado Yeah, they definitely should. They definitely should be. 
Wow. And, you know, as a homeowner, just being responsible, um, knowing this stuff, if you hire someone, just asking those type of questions, it's good to do that type of thing. Should know about that. Yeah. Yes, you should. And do you do any other marketing of awareness? Yeah. So we do our own marketing. We do advertising on radio and TV. They may have people may have heard that. We do social media marketing. We do um, billboards, things like that. And then all the utility companies they help us out as well. You might see on your bill it says contact eight one one before you dig. It has the little eight one one with the shovel in it. Right. Um, they help us out as well because we are a nonprofit and we have you know a little advertising budget compared to most. So we do a lot of the grassroots and have our stakeholders help us spread but, the word. But it's true awareness is what you're trying to achieve here. Yes. And you guys apparently are doing a pretty good job. Thank you. During the month of April, you'll see our banners hung up. We have banners displayed. Um, they'll be at city and county buildings. And then we have our liaisons, our damage prevention liaisons. They'll be at Home Depot events, um, safety fairs, things like that. Do you go to those garden locations and hang yes. signs up? Yeah, because we do. They're all pretty busy now this time of year. Yep. We put our stickers there. We also put the color code. So if you want to know what those the paint colors mean for which specific utility type we have a little chart a little system that you can see that's excellent yeah because there are different colors can you roll through them real quick um yeah i can roll through most of them let me make sure i have it all right because i know i got five in my yard now that you've uh, made me aware what would you think is water uh blue that's great and sewer uh dark brown Close. Green. Green, okay. Yep. Um, Pink is for survey markings. That's really not something you have to worry about. Um, But then we have yellow is for gas, so your gas line. I think I already said red is for electric. Right. Um, And then we have orange, which is your communication or TV. All right. That covers them all. That covers them all. Yeah, I think I got them all. Oh, the last one I didn't get is purple, which is reclaimed water or irrigation. Oh. Yep. And that's probably like golf courses and stuff have a lot of that. Yeah, the main ones a homeowner is going to see, they're going to see the red, orange, yellow, blue, those colors. So now you know when you see that stuff going on in your yard... Colorado 811 has started. It's someplace along the line, more than likely. Definitely. And just to let everyone know, our service is statewide. So we cover all of Colorado, no matter where you are. If you're in a rural area, if you're in the city, um, contact us and we cover the state. And give us uh, your website again. Sure. It's colorado811.org. And we also have social media presence. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, you are on Facebook. That's great. Congratulations. Instagram, we're there. Well, Whitney Nichols, Marketing and Communication Specialist. It's Colorado 811. I am definitely informed today because of you. (laughs) And I hope everybody else is. And we certainly appreciate you coming in today. Thanks for having me. Remember that now. If you're doing any of that yard work, which is all going to start cranking up now, springtime in the Rockies, it's Colorado 811. Hey, thanks, you guys, for sticking in there with us today. I'm Murphy Houston. It's Mile High Magazine. And, yep, we'll be back next week.